Welcome to the Postcast, the Long Beach Post weekly wrap of the top stories happening in your city. Join me, Jason Ruiz, as we recap the most interesting and important events covered by our staff this week, as we continue our dedication to being your source for staying connected to Long Beach. This week's episode for the week of August 10th is brought to you by the Port of Long Beach. The Los Angeles Riverlink plan could undergo some tinkering after Mayor Robert Garcia formally requested an update to the eight-year-old plan. The request comes in light of recent developments in the city of Los Angeles, where its efforts to revitalize the river corridor have landed the help of famed Canadian architect Frank Gehry. Garcia met with Gehry earlier this year to discuss plans for the Long Beach portion of the 51-mile-long riverbed improvement project, which he referred to as one of the city's most important economic and environmental assets. The mayor said he is on board with the collaboration between all cities along the river's path. Garcia's proposal is slated to be considered by the city council at its August 18th meeting. Governor Jerry Brown signed two Senate bills into law this week that originated in Long Beach. SB 562, which simplifies the path for the construction of the new Civic Center, and SB 411, which clarifies Californians' rights to record police officers, were made official on Tuesday. With the governor's approval, state and case laws were combined to lower the chances of lawsuits against the building of the new Civic Center, which is estimated to create some 3,700 jobs. The Right to Record Act, authored by Senator Ricardo Lara, more clearly defines a citizen's rights to record officers in the line of duty, and states that recording an officer does not serve as grounds for detention or arrest. The two signings were part of a busy day for the governor as he signed 18 new pieces of legislation into law. Long Beach has officially entered into the national minimum wage debate after the city council unanimously voted Tuesday night to approve a study that would explore the risks and benefits of raising the wage in Long Beach. Hundreds of workers and business owners gathered at the council chambers Tuesday night to voice their concerns of how a wage hike might personally affect them. Workers said an increase in pay would make it a bit easier to afford necessities, while business owners testified that if the wage raise became reality, it could lead to layoffs and closures inside the city. The study will be carried out by the Los Angeles County Economic Development Corporation, the same group that completed a study for LA County before it approved a minimum wage increase. The study is expected to be completed about 60 days after the contract is signed with the city. A proposed plan that would have included the trapping and killing of coyotes was abandoned this week after the Long Beach City Council voted to let animal care services figure out what to do about coyote encounters in the city. The proposal was made by 5th District Councilman Stacey Mungo after an influx of coyote complaints were received by her office. The agenda item brought out large numbers of animal rights activists and residents fearful of coyote attacks, with both stating their cause during a nearly two-hour discussion before the City Council. The vote to file and receive will leave it up to the city's animal care services to bolster existing policies, including educational outreach seminars that teach residents hazing techniques and other ways to limit coyote interactions. A series of public seminars are scheduled for the end of the month. The wrong-way driver who caused the fatal accident on the Gerald Desmond Bridge earlier this month has been charged with four separate crimes, including murder and driving under the influence. The driver, 28-year-old Alvin Ray Shaw, remains hospitalized after the August 1st incident that killed a 30-year-old San Pedro man and injured another. The charges against Shaw include special allegations because the accident caused great bodily injury and his blood alcohol content was over 0.15%. Shaw, who was convicted of a DUI in January of last year, faces a maximum sentence of 18 years to life if convicted. 
For more information regarding coverage of these stories and more, visit our website at www.lbpost.com, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Until next week, stay connected with your city. Stay connected with The Post. Thank you.